from B Media Production. This is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business. Welcome to episode 33 of Business Essentials Podcast, brought to you with the support of Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors Cummings Flavor McCormack. I'm Peter Letts. There's little doubt that working in and on the business can impose high amounts of stress. For many, it never seems to end. Constant phone calls, emails, meetings, dealing with suppliers, customers and staff, not to mention the odd minor or major disaster. Yes, the workload takes its toll as it intrudes into the evenings and early mornings on a regular basis, with enormous impact on health and family. What can you do to take back control of your work and life? Well-known business coach and author Muffy Churches has five brain games anyone in business can use to avoid burnout. First, Chris Ashmore asks Muffy, with better access to communication and technology, aren't our lives meant to be getting easier? You would think that would be true. I mean, we've got all this amazing technology hitting us. Every month we've got a new upgrade or download of the, the newest version. We've got devices all over the place. And, and you know, we've got speed of communication and all this info and data that flows through to us. And, and yes, it, on one hand, it makes life easier. But I think what's happening to us all is that to match that speed of the delivery of information is this high expectation that we'll be able to respond to it and digest it as quickly as it's sent or received, which is really difficult. And I think there's a lot of stress that comes from that. You have five solutions to avoiding burnout. Um, Can you go through each one, starting with debunk your myth? What do you mean there? If I use myself as an example, Chris, I I remember a few years back I was working for a learning company and my myth personally was that no one has as much work as I do. No one is as busy as I am. But I was working with sort of weeknights to get through things and on weekends as well. And the problem is with that is that that really wasn't true. When I, when I took some time to sit down and have a look at my time management techniques, I realized that there was a lot that I could do to improve the way that I was working. I wasn't even creating a to-do list. So debunking our myth is about taking some time to listen to our inner voice. You know, what's it saying to us? Uh, No one has as much work to do as I do is just my personal myth, but everybody has their own. So the best thing to do is kind of listen to what that voice is saying, and that's going to be a clue as to how you can change things to move forward and, and work on things a bit more efficiently. Debunking our myth is just kind of trying to see through to the real crux of the matter, to the real truth, stop blaming and finger pointing, take on some personal responsibility, and make some changes happen. Well, the second uh, solution of the brain game is know your why. Can you explain? Knowing our why is about getting in touch with our, maybe our purpose is, is a little bit high level for what I'm trying to say here, but basically get in touch with what we love to do. What energizes us? What what do we have a passion for? What do we love doing? And Looking at all of that, basically, does our job match that in any way, shape, or form? And if it doesn't, we're essentially perhaps a round peg in a square hole, so to speak. And it might be a matter of exploring our strengths, exploring our characteristics, our capabilities, and try to set up 
create for ourselves a role or maybe even a brand new job that suits those strengths and those passions that we have. Because I think the truth is that we all know that when we're working in our passion or when we're doing what we enjoy, we flow and it's almost effortless. So we don't feel under stress. We get a buzz out of it. So I think that's what we have to try to set up for ourselves. Well, the third brain game is own your time. What do you mean by that one? Well, in a lot of cases, I think we're all reactive to the outside world. And if we're not careful, we can be out of control and disempowered in a sense. But this is only if we allow it to be. So by that, I mean empowering ourselves to know when to say no, for example, to just not be the the yes person all the time, to have a way and a means in our head to be able to gracefully say no. Saying no gracefully might mean that we have an alternate solution that we might suggest to the request or we suggest a different time to respond to it. But being able to empower ourselves to own our time in that way. Well, number four is prime your brain. What's that? Priming our brain is just a a term that I I think I use sometimes for presetting or programming ourselves to start to think strategically. So, if we decide that we want to change our behavior, if we want to think differently about the way we handle our stress, the way we manage our time, for example, then we, we need to strategically approach that and come up with some ways and means of ensuring that we use our time efficiently and effectively. So, one of the things that we can do if we're in a corporate role, especially, is have a look at our role description. What are the key objectives of our job? And usually there are three to five, hopefully not too many more, bullet points that we have a look at. And that actually becomes the criteria for the way we should spend our time. And we can start to ask ourselves a question, how much of my time during the day am I actually spending on activities that will help me achieve those objectives? And the the fun thing to do is to create two different pie charts. Create one pie chart that represents what the time that we should be spending on various activities during a day in order for us to achieve our key objectives versus an honest, really true, honest pie chart that shows what we're really spending our time on. And the final brain game is try new techniques. What techniques do you mean? Uh, Well, there are some brand new techniques that people come up with that are amazingly creative, but there are also some really old, standard, classic ones that still work. But what I really mean here is that we try some new techniques for us. So, in other words, whatever we were doing in the past, if our time management techniques, for example, were still stressed, our old techniques aren't working for us, and we've got to find something different to try. Um, And this is when I went through my moment of realizing that I needed to find a more efficient way to work. I discovered a couple of techniques. Some of them are just really cool. One, for example, comes from a a Sydney author and leadership trainer, I think, too, called, his name is Ken Hudson. And I picked up one of his books called Speed Thinking at the airport one day when I was traveling down to Melbourne, and I read it on the plane. And it was amazing in its suggestions and its simplicity, really. And one of his concepts is that you print off multiples of these sheets that have nine bubbles on them. In the center, 
you write the topic of what you're trying to brainstorm, and then you give yourself maybe two minutes to write nine ideas, creative ideas around what you're trying to think up. So, you know, what I might have agonized for two hours over is, let's say I have to put a presentation together. It might take me hours to work out what I want to cover, um, because, you know, where do I start? It's also big. But when you use a technique like this, two minutes, nine bubbles, it is so easy to get started. Well, final question. Can your environment affect the way you feel stress? And if so, is there much you can do about it? Truly, environment can have a real effect on us. And yeah, I would say there are sort of three approaches we can take just quickly. One is obviously to change the environment if we can. So, you know, think about if you're in a loud office space, maybe try to change where your desk is. Um, The other thing we can try to do is train ourselves and our mind to accept it. So find a new perception around what the noise or the distractions mean. Maybe appreciate it instead of being frustrated by it, you know, those sorts of things. So it's a matter of shifting your mindset and your belief system around it. And lastly, you can leave it. You know, if it's really uncomfortable, if it goes against values, or if you're just not getting things done and you've tried to change it, you've tried to accept it, and neither one of those work, then I think we have to empower ourselves to find a new space. Maybe that means a new role or a new job, new team, whatever. Muffy Churches. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. Proudly brought to you with the support of Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors, Cummings, Flavor McCormack. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening. Business Essentials Podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication. Music